Hey everyone, welcome to 11 Questions, where each week we meet a new person and get to know them. I'm your host Daman Tiwana and today we are meeting Meredith Feynman. She's the author of the book Brag Better. Let's find out more about her with 11 Questions. Hey Meredith, welcome to 11 Questions. Hi, thanks for having me. Where are you from and where do you live? I'm from Washington, D.C., And I live in Washington, D.C. I've lived in a bunch of other cities, but I am back where I'm from. What's the most interesting place that you have lived? I lived in Buenos Aires, Argentina for a year from 2009 to 2010 uh, after I graduated from university and I was working in advertising there. Oh, interesting. That would be a great experience. It was really great. I haven't been back in over 10 years, and I wanted to go last year or this year, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Would you say you're a morning person or a night owl? Neither. I answer this question a lot. I'm a strong afternoon person, <laughs> but definitely if I had to pick, it would be night owl because I'm certainly not a morning person is what I can tell you. Never have been in my entire life, ever, 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 so. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And what's the best way for you to start your day? Well, there's the best way. And then there's the way I usually start my day. You know, the best way would be to like, get up and walk my dog and not look at my phone. The way I usually start my day is, you know, the way we all do looking at our phone. (laughs) But I really like to walk a lot. So for me, ideally, it would, you know, be walking in the morning. My dog actually doesn't like to walk. She's (laughs) little and older and lazy, but I do. So I would say that and not having to sort of rush into anything. I'm also not a morning person. When I have to rush my days, it's just not a good day for me. If you were to brag about only one thing in your life, what would that be? Uh, I'm really proud of my writing. Obviously, that includes my book. But I would say I would brag about my ability to write and to that's something that um, I've always done. And yeah, so I would say I, I'm going to brag about my ability to pick the best words and to put them in the best order. That's and a good brag. I like it. <laughs> I pick the best words and I <laughs> the best order. If you were to pick a movie title to describe your life, what would that be? I don't know if it was a movie title. I don't know if I have a movie title, but I always said that like if I wrote a book of essays, it would be called... All my exes married lovely doormats, <laughs> an aggressive woman, um, but I don't know. That's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> I like the title. Maybe we should make a movie about it. Okay. <laughs> what are you absolutely determined to do in your life? Writing a book was up there, so now i got to have bigger goals. I, I would say having something I've written adapted for TV or film seeing it in another medium. I don't know if I would write the TV or the film. It's a completely different kind of writing and and not one that I am as familiar with, but I want to be. But that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be. In your life so far, what's one thing that you had to unlearn? Uh, There are a lot of things I've had to unlearn. Um, I would say one thing that I continue to have to unlearn is not being nice to myself. While I am someone who's very ambitious, and aggressive. I can't be so hard on myself. And I'm, I haven't unlearned it. I mean, I've learned, unlearned parts of it. 
Um, but I think sort of we all work on that. I'd say that's something I've unlearned. Yeah, I think that's something we can all continue to unlearn. We are conditioned to be very critical and judgmental, I think. Yeah, and I can be really, really mean to myself and I'm not interested in it, but sometimes it's an easy place to go if you're used to it. Yeah. And what's the most heartwarming thing that you have seen so far? I'll stick to like COVID as a period because that's been so hard. It's been really heartwarming to see the people connect with my book and my work. It's been heartwarming to see how my friends want to be there for me um, and how I try to be there for people in a time when you can't see them, which really sucks. It's always heartwarming to see my dog. <laughs> so that's that's what I would see. I've, there's been a lot. I mean, COVID has been a lot of horrific things, and it has also been a lot of kindness and a long, long way to go. So I would say that's what I've seen during this time. And people having creative ways to to connect with others that don't require being in person. Um, I've been I've been impressed by that. You are an author, and I'm sure you must also read a lot of books. So if I were to ask to pick only three books you can read forever, which ones would that be? Probably Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. Metropolitan Life by Fran Leibowitz. The third is, I don't know, you're younger than I am, obviously, but the mixed up files of Mrs. Baisley, Frank Weiler, was really up there. It was a kid's book. I haven't read it in a million years about a sister and brother who ran away from home and go live in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, Interesting. I highly suggested it was, it's a very, very famous book. Um, and something I love a lot. So I don't know, that totally came out of nowhere. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> well, that's a sign you need to find it and read it again. Yes. We are already at our last question. If you were to pick one interesting life experience to share with us, what would you tell us today? I would say I'm a pretty jealous person, which is also something I have to unlearn. And it's really to be easy to be jealous of other people. Um, but then it's sort of what you do with that. So, So I tell a story in the book which I tell all the time. I saw a write-up of some women doing interesting things in DC, and there was one in particular, and I was very jealous of what she was doing. And I was like, well, I'm going to do it better, was my first thought. But then my second thought was, you know, I should reach out to her and get a piece of that pie. It wasn't necessarily the most altruistic reason to reach out to her, but I decided I could accomplish more by having her close to me. I don't think it, it, I went in with the best of intentions necessarily, but I said something like, oh, I really admire what you're doing. Um, you know, I'd love to grab coffee. And that was almost 10 years ago. And Jess, who I did that with, is one of my closest friends and also someone that I think is a genius at public relations and things that she does, just the work that she does. She's the best at her job, truly. Um, and it has led to us doing wonderful things together and being there for each other. Um, and that's just the policy in general of this idea of, you know, I, I talk about shine theory in the book, which is from uh, Amina Tussauds and Anne Friedman, this idea that, you know, more is accomplished together. And when you are inclined to feel jealous, um, a great way to undo that is to reach out to that person and just let them know you're, you're admiring them or maybe, you know, you can help them and they can help you. I would say that's that's super powerful. And when I do get that jealous or feel those feelings, I think about whether or not I want that exact same specific thing, like that thing exactly. 
you know, it's when you're releasing a book, it's really easy to be jealous of books that do better, or get on New York Times or whatever. And Brag Better has done really well, but you know, it's still hard not to compare yourself. Um, but then when I look at, let's say, an you know, a book got on the New York Times bestseller list, it's like, well, that's great, but do I want to have written that exact book? It's like, no, that's not what I want to be writing about. That's not my subject matter expertise. I actually don't want that exact thing. I would say that's that's something that I always try to impart to people. That's great. And I also read Aminatu and Anne's book, Big Friendship. So I love the shine theory. I've known them for a very long time and it's been really great to see them. I mean, thoroughly on surprise together and apart what they both achieved. Thank you so much, Meredith, for answering all my questions today. Thank you for having me. So now I want to talk a little bit about your book, Brag Better, which is about the art of self-promotion and something we can all use a bit more of, I think. So tell us more about the book and why did you write this book? I wrote this book because I've spent the past 10 years teaching people how to talk about themselves. Uh, that is primarily, but not only limited to women. Um, that's obviously what I care a lot about, but my audience uh, is what I call the qualified quiet, which are people that have done the work, but don't know how to talk about it. To some degree, that is all of us. And it is something that we all have to unlearn or work on. It's okay. It's part of who you are, not trying to change who you are. But I do this work because we don't listen to the right people. And that is true from as small as in a classroom to who we put on television, to who we elect to office. We have this inverse relationship between volume and merit. And the loudest people, the people we give the most amount of attention to are almost never the people that have done the most amount of work, they're most thoughtful, are most truthful, most well-meaning. And so clients, people I train, thousands of people at this point, you know, hundreds of clients, everyone I speak to would rather just let their work speak for itself. And where I'm coming from, which is a public relations, marketing, advertising background, you have to publicize and market and advertise yourself and your work, uh, or people won't know. Uh, it's not in people's way or sort of intrinsic being, I think, to seek out the best source of information. I think they're going to seek out the source that's right in front of their face and it's being the loudest. And so, you know, we reward loud. And, and so it's about getting that qualified quiet to start talking about work. And, and this idea that bragging is just stating facts to the right people. I define bragging as stating facts about your work strategically and cohesively to advance your career. It's something that's really important. It's a skill. It's something you learn. It's something you refine. It's something you can do. Um, there are just good ways to show you how. So that's why I wrote the book. Oh, wow. I need that book. I think I'm really yeah. bad at promoting myself. <laughs> well, do I have a book for you? Yes. And so Brag Better is available wherever you get books, brag-better.com. Books are expensive. You can get it from your local library. There's an audio book. I've written a lot about these topics for seven, eight years. So you can, you know, Google around. Uh, and there's a free chapter on the Brag Better website on how to brag better from home and online, which I wrote in April in light of COVID because, you know, a whole section on handshakes. I don't know if we'll ever go back to shaking hands in the way, <laughs> in the way that we used to, which, which is crazy. Um, but you have to also really promote yourself from behind a screen right now because you can't be in person. If you're the kind of person who's like, I just, I'm, you know, I have trouble doing it online or trouble doing an email or trouble doing it on Zoom, which like we all do. And I break down how you can work on that. You have no other option. So it's, it's absolutely necessary right now. 
yeah, I'm going to check that out. I need some of that. <laughs> and other than this book, is there any other new book or any other project that you're working on? Yeah, so I'm working on a Brag Better uh, workbook. Oh. And I am working on a podcast for it. And I'm working on some e-learning, some courses, which are, you know, taking longer than I'd like, but I want them to be good. And I want them to, I'm going to do some, do some book clubs or master classes. So I spend a lot of my time and I make a lot of my money speaking, doing speaking for large companies and organizations and brands, but I haven't done a lot where I can speak to individuals who can, can buy it or be a part of it. So I think I need to launch some sort of book club, like big universal book club. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I love book clubs. Thank you so much, Meredith, again, for being a guest on my podcast. This was great talking to you. And listeners, go check out Meredith's book and her website. I think we can all use more of this art of self-promotion. And I'll meet you again next week here with a new guest. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. Hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as I did. You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye!